Come be a part of the Tea Party with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board Doc Holliday's Tea Party right now. It's only a click away. Hey, it's great to be back with you. You are listening to Doc Holiday's Tea Party. I'm your host, Ed Holiday, and you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net, and this is the first full week of December. So much going on. We had a big November of the elections and talking about post-election things, and now we are in a lame duck session of Congress. So today we're going to talk about some of the issues in the lame duck session of Congress. Then we're going to uh, have an interview with Sharon Theobald. And Sharon is a longtime conservative. She knows conservative politics, conservative issues. And she's going to give us her, her take on uh, the Tea Party and how it's uh, affecting uh, politics and, and how uh, the Tea Party is uh, giving direction to the nation and what direction the Tea Party itself may be going. She's going to give her thoughts on that, so don't go away. We're going to have uh, Sharon on in just a few minutes. Another thing we'll be talking about today is why, uh, why do we have... Uh, revolutions and what happens when a revolution happens and have you experienced a revolution in your lifetime we have in eastern europe and we're going to talk about that in a rock of liberty speech so we've got some things to talk about that uh, are relevant for today between the lame duck session of congress where the tea party movement is going and we're going to have a rock of liberty speech about revolutions and now let me get uh before we get right into the today's uh uh, current events, let me go ahead and t- tell you about the future shows. What we'll be doing next week is be talking more about some of the things that are coalescing now in the Tea Party movement. And I want to be able to bring uh, some new, something new to you. And uh, we're right on top of it right here at Doc Holliday's Tea Party. There's a Tea Party magazine coming out. We're going to tell you more about that. We're going to be talking about it next week. So make sure you uh, tune in to be here next week. Now, let me go ahead and talk about some of the current events. And the lame duck session of Congress is all over the place because we got uh, Harry Reid, who had campaign promises to uh, to his uh, whoever he's beholden to, some of these special interests. He has campaign promises that he made so he get reelected to special interest groups and now he's putting that agenda he wants to put that agenda ahead of what's most important and i'm glad to see the republicans have come out and said we have got to uh, make sure we get these tax cuts uh, continued what bush started the tax cuts the worst thing could happen now is not to have the tax uh, tucks can tax cuts continued uh, in 2011 and this, we need to know as soon as we can because people right now are trying to decide the tax incentive. Of, do you need bonuses in 2010 or you need your bonus in 2011? we got people got to make decisions if you've uh, had stock that increased. Some people can sell it in December uh, 31st of 2010. you got to pay your taxes on it. But if you sell it in January of 2011, you don't have to pay the taxes till April of 2012 at the latest if you want to do that. So there's all kind of consequences that are going on in people's lives and the 
worst thing about that is people can't make decisions on capital investment in their business. Small businesses need help to start making jobs. That's when you'll see the economy turn around when the small businesses give jobs because they know if they invest in themselves, get good people working for them, it's going to grow their business. We can't do that. Nobody can do that as long as you got a Congress that's a lame duck Congress that can't decide if people uh, need to be taxed to death or not. I'm tired of the taxes. We're taxed enough already. And by golly, if the lame duck Democrats can't understand that and they can't get their act together, then what are we going to do? Just keep losing jobs and, 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 and praying for some uh, job God to uh, fall down out of the sky and just hand jobs out? Is that how the Democrats think it happens? It happens from hard work. People rolling up their shirt sleeves and getting to work. And we know if we can earn some money, you can invest it in your business and you can hire more people. And that's how you get the economy going. And I don't know why the... Uh, liberal people in this country did not get the message. The people who are still in control of this country heard on November 2nd the American people speak loud and clear and now they're still not understanding how to get the economy going. All they can do is say let's all hold hands, stand on a mountaintop and go to Nirvana and all of a sudden the jobs are just going to come because we're going to just keep paying out this, we're going to keep borrowing money and just keep slamming money down everybody's throats that we've borrowed from the China, that we've printed for the printing press, that Bernanke's just printing away. Those are the things that we've got to stop. What's happened in the last two years has not got this economy going. Let's Think out of the box. Let's think what has worked before. Look what Ronald Reagan did in the 1980s. That's what we need today. We need people who say, if you work hard, you can keep some of that money and invest it in your business. That's what we need, a simple, simple answer given to the American people, the American taxpayers, and it's time Congress got their act together. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox right here. Uh, the lame duck session of Congress, like I started telling you about, Harry Reid has all kind of things on his agenda that he owes the special interest groups. And I'm tired of uh, special interest groups getting the most of what's coming out of Washington. It's time for the taxpayers to be put number one. Uh, President Obama said he's going to get us some jobs. He's going to put jobs first. And the first thing he did, he got in there and pushed the health care bill down everybody's throat after a year. And, and, and then jobs languished. And now, the, I don't know if they've learned a thing. The liberals have not learned a thing after November 2nd because they still, Harry Reid wants to put these other things ahead of making sure people know that if you own a small business, you can reinvest in your business and hire more people. We can't do it till we get this tax uh, cut straightened out. So let's get to it. Now, uh, WikiLinks. It's, it's a shame. It's hurtful. What's going on in America when you can't even talk to uh, diplomats without uh, things being leaked out? Uh, I don't know what the administration's doing about it other than uh, twiddling their thumbs. But I know one thing that's uh, we heard people like President Clinton and others say uh, people are going to die from the information that's uh, coming out. It's, uh, it's, it's something that I just can't understand why it's happened, but now that it's happened, uh, I, I'm going to read you something. Let's, let's read this statement from the New York Times. I just got to read this direct quote from the New York Times. The documents appear 
to have been acquired illegally and contain all manner of private information and statements that were never intended for the public eye. So they won't be posted here. That's the New York Times. Did you hear it? Did you hear that? I, I couldn't believe it when I read it, but this is a direct quote. Uh, quote, the documents appear to have been acquired illegally and contain all manner of private information and statements that were never intended for the public eye, so they won't be posted here. Unquote. The New York Times. Oh, my goodness, I forgot. Oh, I see. That's the New York Times regarding the climate gate emails approximately one year before publishing the secret U.S. documents released by WikiLeaks. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's what it is. The New York Times won't print anything that, that uh, destroys the myth of global warming. Oh, no, can't print that. <clears throat> that was never intended for public consumption. <laughs> but everything to do with WikiLeaks, the New York Times is throwing out like throwing trash out. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the liberal state of mind is pathetic. They have no principle. Where is honesty? How can you respect any kind of news organization that will say one thing and then a year later turn around and go, oh, we're going to print everything WikiLeaks gives us. <laughs> it's actually absolutely hilarious, the fact that people let the liberals get by. Why do people buy the New York Times? I know they're in financial trouble. Let them sink into oblivion. Hey, uh, look at some. Look where you really get the news. Uh, there's some new news uh, creating organizations coming out all over the place. Uh, One News Now. Uh, there's a. Uh, you can go to Glenn Beck's site and get the Blaze. Uh, of course, there's Townhall.com. There's all kind of places for news. Fox News, other places. I think the New York Times has just. They they have. <laughs> They have they have nothing left to stand on. I'm 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 sorry. That's just I think they're toast. Uh, but anyway, that's I just had to read that quote from the New York Times because it just uh, flies in the face of all this WikiLeaks. I don't like the WikiLeaks leaks. Uh, I, that's just I think it's uh, absolutely uh, unforgivable what what uh, they've done to people's lives and without any regard for people. And the way the information has come out. So, uh, New York Times, I think you just dug your own grave. Uh, let's continue on. We got, uh, we got Sharon Theobald coming up. We're going to get her on the air, and we're going to talk about the direction of the Tea Party movement and just uh, what she, her thoughts are on that. Welcome to the show, Sharon. We uh, do have Sharon Theobald on the line. And, Sharon, uh, we're glad to have you at Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Well, thank you, Ed. I am so excited about being on your program. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we're glad to have you here. Sharon, uh, tell our audience a little bit about uh, your background, what you do. Well, thank you for asking. And I have an, a company called the Theobald Group, and my background is professional speaking, training, writing. And I have done grassroots organization, customer service, I've done event planning and coordinating and just, you know, different things. I'm also, I have a client called Veteran Defenders of America, and I'm contracted with them as their national director of membership. 
and I'm excited about that. Well, we're glad to have you on the show, and I've told everyone about, I know you have been a a social conservative, and uh, you've kept up conservative politics uh, for quite a while, and uh, would you just mind sharing a little bit on your take of uh, the Tea Party movement and what you think it had, what kind of effect it had on the conservative uh, politics this past election? I'll be glad to, Ed, and I think that the effect of the Tea Party on this past election was phenomenal, and I don't think some people in the mainstream media realize it, and they certainly don't want to acknowledge it, but I think that if we look back, we see that the Tea Party was responsible for getting many, many fine candidates elected, and some who ran were excellent but just did not get elected this time. Well, one of the things that I see with the Tea Party movement that it did bring people out to run that would nece- would would have never run, and I think that's an exciting thing that seeing the people excited that that spills over into what uh, what kind of people we will have in government. Excellent point, Ed, because we did see people who were outside the elite group, you know, and outside the Beltway of Washington. And I think that's a good thing because we need our real people, as I call them, to run and be elected. They're the ones who really understand what's going on out here in the real world, which, again, that's outside the beltway of Washington. With your expertise, Sharon, knowing that uh, you've you've, uh, been in politics for years, been around different things that are going on and helping candidates, but where do you see the Tea Party movement going? Do you have nobody has a crystal ball? But where do you see this enthusiasm, this energy that we call the Tea Party movement? Where do you see that uh, uh, going here in the next uh, within the next twelve months? I believe, Ed, that we are going to see this movement grow and become even more influential and more powerful. And when I say powerful, I don't mean in the sense of what we've experienced in Washington and government. I mean powerful in the voices that are going to be heard, the candidates that are going to be run, and the elections that will be won. And I think this is going to be just an ongoing... This is, I'm hoping that this is the new America. Well, I, uh, a lot of us are hoping that, but we know that uh, the old America is not going to give up power easily. And I think we're seeing some of that in a lame duck session of Congress. That's, that is true, Ed. And, you know, it's like the gnashing of teeth. Uh, but what I was saying to someone today was, look at these Democrats and the, you know, long-term Republicans who've been in office, as I say, 200 years. And that, that they, seems like it. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? And way too long. But they've, they're now starting to sound, or I should say, sing a different tune because they see the writing on the wall. Some do, not all of them. You know, Nancy Pelosi's still in la-la land. But I think they're starting to see that they're going to have to toe the line just like those new candidates that got elected. One of the things that, uh, looking at where, where the Tea Party movement is uh, headed, do uh, of course, we know the mainstream media, the, the liberals, the far left, uh, they would like to see the Tea Party just go away. And we know it's not going to just go away, but do you see some things that the Tea Party may do as it coalesces uh, some opportunities that, that, uh, that they haven't done so far? We know about the rallies. We've seen p- people come together at Tea Party rallies, but if there's, are there other ways that you see the Tea Party may be effective? Well, 
I think one of the nice things about the Tea Party, though, is that it has not had one person in, you know, in the leadership. Of course, Sarah Palin has been very helpful and very influential, and that's great because she's wonderful. But I want them to continue with their local rallies and, and meetings, but I'd like to see maybe a convention in a region, something that would bring them together so that they can not form a leader over everybody, but exchange ideas. Perhaps there could be a website that is for everyone. I know some of the different groups have one. Memphis, which I'm not too far from Memphis, but they have a, a good website and they have emails that go out. So, you know, there are so many ways to communicate. But I think exchanging ideas and, hey, what worked for you and what did not work for you and, and sharing that, that's going to be very helpful. Now, that's very, uh, that's very helpful for me to hear that because that's one of the concerns <clears throat> is uh, what, what will happen with the Tea Party movement and what you just mentioned. I know uh, the leaders in different parts of the country and different parts of the Tea Party have come together for different meetings. And, and, and I, one of the meetings I heard about, I know in Memphis, I think in April 6th, 7th, 9th, something like that, there's, they're planning on a big regional Tea Party meeting in Memphis, so people may want to put that on their calendars uh, and check that out uh, as it comes up in April. But uh, the what we haven't seen is uh, one person come up and say, I'm ahead of the Tea Party, or one group say, this is the, the Tea Party, No, nothing else is. And I think what you said, that's the strength of the Tea Party, mm -hmm. but it also makes it, uh, I think Trent Lott always said, he had a book, what is called a uh, herding, herding cats or trying to herd cats. <laughs> so, uh, and that, there is a bit of truth in that in the Tea Party movement. Well, that's true. And again, that's, you know, that's part of the nature of the beast, I guess. But it, we don't want to look at that and then say, okay, now we've got to have a, you know, an oversight group or a, a head committee or anything. I think what we should do is, and all Tea Party groups should, is look at what they do well and what they don't do well and then you know expound on the good things and tone and you know tune up those that aren't going well i think that would be probably a key thing to consider well sharon one thing i do want to ask you about because i know uh, personally i'm a social conservative and I, I know you are and there are some people say wanting to get more to social conservative issues on the forefront of the Tea Party movement. And there's some that say, no, we need to keep it to the uh, taxed enough already, limited government, and free market ideas. And what, what, what's your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that, Sharon? I think, uh, you know, and I start every sentence almost with I think, but <laughs> my opinion is that we can have both. We can have the social in issues, but what we do need to do is continue with the constitutional aspect of what we're doing. Lower taxes, less government, uh, you know, making sure that what's in the Constitution is what's being done in government. And then when you're getting people who are elected who are of that mindset, you're pretty much going to get someone who has those social views. And, you know, uh, people think that government is going to be the answer for our social issues. No, good people, honest people, of in, you know, with integrity, those must be put in office. But you've got to change hearts before you can change, 
you know, people and the way things are done. So it goes back, uh, can you legislate morals? <laughs> that, Excellent. So uh, the, the Tea Party people I have seen and worked with, uh, of course I've worked with, uh, there are actually Democrats out there that are part of the Tea Party. I don't see quite as many. I see a lot of independents, and I see some Republicans and what we call the old guard Republicans that are already in power in establishment. We saw that uh, with uh, people like Mike Castle in Delaware who got voted out in the primary. Uh, we, we see some people upset with the Tea Party. Is that uh, good, bad, or what do you think about that as far as the conservative movement? Well, I think the reason people are upset with the Tea Party is that we're upsetting their their boat. You know, we're rocking the boat. And that is because, <clears throat> excuse me, that's because we are challenging their longstanding positions of power and influence. And they don't like it. But that's too bad because this is a new day of dawning. And we're bringing back the values that the Founding Fathers brought with them and placed in our government, the Constitution, and we're getting back to what America really is. Well, one of the things I've been excited about seeing the Tea Party movement and knowing uh, what's going on in our country is is seeing actually the Tea Party momentum spill over across our borders into other countries. And I don't know if you've uh, heard about that, but there are some uh, people trying to do Tea Party movements in uh, oh, in, in Great Britain and over in uh, the Netherlands and other parts of Europe. So uh, it's, it's exciting to me to see the enthusiasm for the United States Constitution actually spilling over our borders. Did, had you realized that uh, has been going on to some extent? Well, to some extent, I'm not sure that I had thought about it in the terms of the Tea Party itself influencing them, but I have noticed that even in the Parliament of Great Britain, they've had conservative members standing up and talking against the very things that America is doing, which is the high spending, taxing, and, you know, forming the EU over there. And so, so they are realizing that... And unfortunately, I think they see it better than America is seeing, you know, the reality of it. But they are seeing in Great Britain, for instance, that you cannot spend money, tax people, and get, you know, have democracy. You can't have big government and controlling people and then have democracy. And, and, and from that democracy, of course, with our capitalistic system, the capitalism comes from the free markets and that creates the economy that is robust and we have we don't have a robust economy we've had a busted economy <laughs> that's true that is true so in order to have our the success of america we must have the constitution maintained followed adhered to and we must keep capitalism strong and uh, with with that, and being a social conservative like me, I know that uh, I believe people ha uh, having personal responsibility of what they do and their actions is uh, an important part of a vibrant, growing uh, democracy. That is excellent. I'm so glad you said that because personal responsibility and accountability are key. And we're seeing so many people suffering right now from this market downturn and excuse me, the jobs that are, you know, have gone by the way, and now they're saying they want their unemployment benefits expanded and, and kept. But unfortunately, 
we just do not have the money for it. And so what we're seeing is people having to make hard decisions on do we strengthen our government so that down the road we do still have a government and freedom, or do we just dole out everything and, and you know... When you say dole out everything, we, we call it printing money. That's what we've talked about <laughs> on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. They were printing money with, <laughs> like crazy. That's it. I mean, you know, you can't just go... Oh, it's like having a checkbook and saying, oh, well, I have checks, so evidently I have money. No, that doesn't mean you have money in the bank. It just means you have checks. So if you keep writing checks but you don't have the money in the bank, you're going to have a real problem. That's the best way I've heard anybody put it, Sharon. And we are coming at the end of the interview. It's been a, I can't believe how time has flown. And here we are in the first full week of December. And I do want to wish you a Merry Christmas, but do uh, you have anything you want to uh, say as we uh, finish up the interview, Sharon? Well, Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas to your listeners. And I would say to all of the listeners to continue learning about what is going on, tell your friends and neighbors and family, educate them, and show them by doing what we need to do that they too should be involved. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Sharon, and thank you for being on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Merry Christmas. And that was Sharon Theobald, and you're listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And I'm your host, Ed Holliday, and you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have you on the show this weekend because it is the first full week of December. Christmas is around the corner. Let me tell you about my website. It's www.teaparty.ms. That's teaparty.ms. And we've got a Christmas special for my book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution. Just what we talk about right here every week on Doc Holliday's Tea Party. But you can go to the website and get the book ten dollars including shipping everywhere in the united states so uh we are we'll be glad to send that book out if you want to go to the website and check that out or if you have an amazon account you want to look up just look up doc holiday and uh, uh dr ed holiday and walk with me type those line in the amazon's uh search and uh, they'll bring the book up and you can order it off amazon if you want to uh it uh they may not have the Christmas special there. But listen, uh, I'm glad you're listening to the show. And now I want you to get ready for this week's Rock of Liberty speech because we're talking about revolution. Just like I said in the line that uh, my book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution, we're seeing what a revolution means. Sometimes you think about guns and battles. We think about the Revolutionary War. We think about George Washington and uh, standing against the British and, and going through all kind of perseverance to one day, uh, finally, uh, uh, defeat the British and bring real freedom to America. We talk about the Declaration of Independence, and I've said it before, but we never had freedom until the British were defeated. It took arms it took soldiers it took men willing to give up their life uh, uh, and give up their life and that's what brought our freedom it was paid for with blood we always got to remember that on veterans day uh, but not only veterans day you know uh, the days of the years we set to honor our veterans but every day is really veterans day in america freedom lives because of our men and women in the armed forces those who have gone before us and that's where the Declaration of Independence 
really has power when it became real freedom thanks to uh, the winning of the war, of the Revolutionary War. And we talk about the Revolution. We can talk, uh, people uh, get all kind of things thrown. You can talk about the Russian Revolution, the French Revolution. You can talk about Cuba and the Revolution. But what does the word revolution actually mean? We see something that's new, that uh, throws away the old, the old leadership, the old way of doing things. The revolution we see in a Tea Party movement is something that is not with guns, it's not with uh, force, it's at the ballot box. And we've seen other ways of freedom. Think back into Eastern Europe. In the early 1980s, who would have ever thought that by the end of the decade, the Berlin Wall would be, citizens would be tearing it down and walking from East Germany into West Germany? Who would ever dream that the capitals throughout Eastern Europe, that people would come out in the streets by tens of thousands, uh, jiggling their car, uh, car keys and, and making noises, and, and all the old governments of the communist era that had been placed by the Soviet dictator. All those governments were falling in the country after country in Eastern Europe. Who would have ever dream that in the early 1980s? So I'm saying this about revolution and the Rock of Liberty speech to let you understand we had a taste of some new freedom and new leadership on November 2nd. We're going to see what that does in Congress. The lame duck session of Congress doesn't give me much hope, but we're going to get new leadership, new leaders starting in January. And that's just a taste of what should be coming because it's the people who got excited. It's the people who stood up to the dictators, even in Romania, where they said they had the most ruthless dictator. And, uh, and they thought Romania would never fall like the other Eastern European countries did. But the people stood out, and it was the faith of the people. There were people in churches who said they were tired of the oppression, and they were willing to stand up in front of machine guns and guns and soldiers. We've seen it. We've seen it in China where the man stood up in front of the tank and dared the tank to run over him because he had that thirst of freedom, that thirst for freedom is what drives the Tea Party movement. When we see the oppression of government policies that mandate that every person that breathes must have a health insurance policy, you have to buy it. When the government demands that CO2 is going to be a, a, a gas that you're going that the EPA is going to, uh, to uh, regulate, that means if you breathe, you're going to be regulated by the government. I'm telling you, we've got too much government, too little freedom. That's what the Tea Party movement is about. And that's why you're here listening to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. That's why Ed Holliday's host of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. Because I smell freedom like a thunderstorm raining down on America. And it's time to change out some of the old guard. It's time to get some new leadership new direction, think out of the box because the freedom that we have here in this country is not, being, is not being compressed. It's trying to be compressed. But the people who are oppressed, the citizens who are tired of government taking away, taking away, taking away, we're speaking up, we're talking back, 
We're voting, and it's just the beginning. So stay tuned to right here to Doc Holliday's Tea Party. And we'll be back next week, and we will be talking about another part, another dimension of the Tea Party movement, because there is a new magazine coming out. And we're going to talk more about that next week. And uh, that's something that is going to be, uh, I think, an exciting part. So don't miss next week's show, and I'll see you next week. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Tea Party. You can order Ed's book, Walk With Me, A Patriot's Guide from the Boston Tea Party to Today's Tea Party Revolution by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.